Welcome back again to the Heavy Shell Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards, and with me, as always, I'm happy to have Luca. Hello. And Moose. Hello. And today, I'd like to think we've got a good show for you, because we're going to be talking about our predictions for the Game Awards. 2020 Game Awards, of course. Even though it's been a pretty bad year, we've had some pretty good games. So, before we get into that, though, just in case you haven't heard, there was a little bit of news. Oscar Isaac, otherwise known as Poe Dameron from uh, Star Wars, is going to be playing Solid Snake for the Metal Gear movie. And so, if you're a Metal Gear Solid fan like myself, that's somewhat good news. Still remains to be seen. We were literally looking at pictures before the podcast, trying to figure out if he's going to be a good fit. He's a great actor. Don't know if he's Solid Snake. We'll see. Time will tell. But with all that being said, we got a lot to get into. We are only going to be doing some of the categories. Because if we try to do all of them, it's going to be like a four-hour podcast. But we're going to be covering Best Debut Game, Best Indie, Best RPG, Best Action Adventure, and then Game of the Year. So, uh, are, aren't we also um, doing Content Creator of the Year? We aren't doing Content Creator of the Year. We did talk about it a lot um, uh, pre-show, okay. but no, we we won't be covering that. So, so before we get started on the lists, randomly, like just like what was your guys' favorite game of the year? Oh, jeez. Um, I feel like Moose is going to say Terraria. Well, see, I'm I'm trying to think of games that I enjoyed that did actually come out this year. Um, yeah, I I mean, I personally have maintained that this hasn't been gaming's strongest year ever. No, um, no, definitely not. Um, but but you know, I I think besides a lot of games being fairly weak. There are a good number of games that were surprisingly engaging for people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, when you're just looking at kind of a a gaming phenomenon of of what games are popular, I I think 2020 is the only year I can think of where there was multiple, like, boom, super popular overnight games. Um, Yeah with Among Us and um, Fall Guys and uh, Phasmophobia all just kind of overnight. And, you know, they, they, they lasted in that arena for different amounts of times. But there was, there was a whole lot of games where, I don't know, it's, it's, they, they just kind of appeared. Um, I can't remember another year where that's happened multiple times. Yeah, for real. Usually it's like one indie darling of the year and that's it. And so, I mean, you know, I think with, on that thread, answering your question in a roundabout way, I think I really enjoyed that aspect of the year most rather than any particular game. Um, because it was, it was fresh. There was yeah. always something, something new coming up um, and, like, and like a big talk of the town for 
a few a few weeks or months about a certain game um rather than it just kind of grinding on and on and on with the with the single game that everybody loves which i kind of felt like um when fortnite was really in its stride i felt like it was just constantly hearing about fortnite mhm mhm so it's look- definitely cool to see those um pop up i'm sorry i just continue down out of nowhere <laughs> no okay. don't worry about it um yeah i mean this definitely has been a year like marked by those sorts of like a mass uh multiplayer games and not, not necessarily in the in the sense of like having you know like an mmo where every, you know you have a million people in the same server or whatever um but rather just explosions of popularity um i would say gtfo but if if memory serves that actually came out like really late last year um, but as far as like what I've played this this year that I've liked uh, the best, that might actually be it. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, I've played a like a handful. It, it's a weird year because I played a handful of games that I've I've liked or or plenty of games that I've liked that have come out this year. But there haven't been there hasn't been anything that I've played that you know just stood out. Now it's like yeah, man, that's you know that's one of the all time greats. It's been a lot of like ah, oh, you know that's pretty all right. You know? Yeah. I've actually um played a good portion of these games on the list just so I could try to have the best informed opinion on not just like hands on. Uh there's no way you can play all of these games. No. But I mean, we also know how to know when someone's just blowing smoke about a game or, you know, we can we can kind of wade through other opinions and kind of see or predict what impact these games may have on voters for the game awards. And so that's what we're here today. Not to declare our choice as like the best choice, but we're just having fun with predictions. Even though, I mean, let's be honest, anything I say is going to be right on this. So uh, <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah, I'm, I, I speak Less facts. Arbiter of facts, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. Uh, best debut game. Is going to be uh, between Carry On, Roki, Mortal Shell, Raji, or Raji and Ancient Epic, and Phasmophobia. Yeah. Now, two of these I hadn't heard about until the nominees were announced. That was Roki and Raji. Uh, now, I, I actually did play Raji. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, it did not hold my attention. Uh, like it, it had like you know a nice little whimsical atmosphere. Um, but it it didn't, it didn't like catch my eye to the point where I I sat down and played the whole thing. I got a little ways into it, then sort of forgot about it, honestly. And man, it had some uh, long cutscenes. What does it mean when it says a uh, best debut game? Like New game. completely original IP? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think for instance, like you wouldn't put IP. Among Us. As a debut game, because that game actually came out two years ago. Okay, I keep so it's forgetting not only that. New, that but really trips me like out every time sequel. someone points it out. But yeah, yeah, like a new IP this year, I think is what they're saying. Okay. Um. That's. that's I mean, good to know. So I've, I've those of say, you I've... who've played Phasmophobia, I mean, Mortal Shell. It's a it's a poor man's Dark Souls. Yeah, and and that seems to be the consensus on the audience score. Carry on <laughs> is interesting, but it's it, it not is like, interesting, but it's 
it's good, good arcadey that it's yeah 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 it's, it's hard to give arcade games any kind of game of the year accolade like i really i really like the concept and i i think it, like we might see a really good like sequel or something but it, it does sort of feel like it, it's a bit limited but sorry what were you gonna say sort of cut you off there it, it's with all these arcade games you know they're good they're fun um, they they're well made, sure, but but they don't give themselves very much to work with. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you enter kind of the competition of having these other games that give themselves a whole lot more areas to flesh out, it's it's difficult to compare. Um, because you know with um with Carrion, you can't really talk about like the um like the dialogue, right, or voice acting. Or, or or something like that because it's it's not in the game and that doesn't make the game bad, but it is really difficult to compare that to something with just so much more depth to it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got a good atmosphere and like traversing as the, and I guess we should probably explain what the game is actually for anyone who hasn't played it. Um, if you've ever seen the thing like the nineteen eighties version of the thing uh where it's you know about this like alien life form that like consumes other uh like living things and it has tentacles and so it's it seems like it's very influenced by john carpenter's the thing to me um and basically it's a side scroller you sort of traverse around as this weird little tentacle blob monster and just just eat people man you know um yeah you're progressing through levels going through air vents dodging turrets you know you 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 play kind of the the horror monster like some other games have tried to do um what was it was it called prey mm-hmm. where you like leveled up your monster anyways um and you know it it looks like it's a very effective gameplay um uh, cycle in terms yeah. of your objectives and how the game feels and how it moves and like Lucas said the atmosphere is very well done but at the end of the day, you know, you're still handling a, a pixel art side scroller without very much in terms of like level ups or character design or story or anything like that. Yeah. So, the, so what it does, it does very well, but it doesn't do much. You, you hit the nail on the head difficult. when you said like the, the traversing and the, the sort of gameplay and movement and everything feels really good. And like, you know, they, they nail like the audio design and everything. Right. Like it, it just you it, it works. Right. But then there's not a great sense of progression to me. Um, I think partially because there's not that much story going on and because they do have you backtrack to older areas sometimes. Um, Good old Metrovania. Metroidvania? Metroidvania. Yeah. Not Metrovania. <laughs> but like even with that, you know, there's like an end goal that you understand that you're going for. I don't know. It just it felt like a good foundation. And I, I'd really like to see... Um, like a refinement of the concept you know but uh yeah so that that's a that's a lot of time spent on carrying uh i mean I, I think i think kind of what we're getting at is that a lot of these games are okay right i mean you know mm-hmm. phasmophobia does some some very unique um things in terms of using your mic activity uh picking up you know when you say the ghost's name and creating an, an interactive ghost hunting environment that, yeah. that seems very alive. It also but, looks like it was 
designed in a 24 hour game competition. Yeah, yes, exactly. Visuals. But, you and, know, and some of the stuff is just wonky, right? And, you know, if we're talking about the best debut game, there's part of me that doesn't want to say this game was best mechanically. It looks like it was from 2009. But that's almost but, like the mark of a great everlasting indie game, though, is innovation with like no artistic budget. <laughs> <laughs> but it's innovation like, at the cost of Play-Doh face characters. Yes, exactly. I, I, I will say that it, out of these games, it has made by far the biggest splash. Right? I would agree entirely. That's and why I Phasmophobia think... is going to be my best debut game. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with that. Just, I think just it's... because you do go on, Luca. Because we do got other categories. I, I do think it's the most likely uh, to win. Personally, but sorry, yeah. Okay, and we're also talking about the <laughs> the rating that it, it has received. Um, a lot of the other games that we have on here um, are are critic and user rated sixties to seventies, um, or you know seven point fives, or however you want to read it. It's a ten point scale either way, right? Um, and I don't think most people would say Phasmophobia is a seven seventy percent game. Or, or seven out of ten game, um, because it it engages you in a way that I think is is not very common in games, especially for a horror game. A lot of horror games are just it's pitch black. You got a terrible flashlight and ah, loud noise right mm-hmm. in your ear. Wonderful. Um, but in terms of creating an environment and building that tension, I think Phasmophobia is most recognizable here as the best debut debut game I, i'll say the the interesting thing about phasmophobia is yeah i'm sorry it, guys mean, we cannot have a political treaties on phasmophobia and its merits we have got to move <laughs> on so i'm gonna okay. do a hard stomp into the next category um <laughs> best indie carry on fall guys hades spelunky 2 or spirit fair hey you want to talk about carrying for another 10 minutes <laughs> hell yeah i'll no, turn this um, car around <laughs> uh all right with this one i'm i haven't looked too much into spirit fair so barring that from the rating um i feel like it's between fall guys and hades mm-hmm. i want to say fall guys is going to come out on top because Here- although hades super giant games yeah transistor bastion they they make good games it's just Hades is I, their best, though. I mean, you know, we're we're talking these are these are people who have turned this kind of it's not it's not necessarily a platform. I don't know how you would describe it as a game, um, but they've they've made it an art form in terms of you know adding adding challenge and the soundtracks are always fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're dealing with the the hype and complete bombshell of Fall Guys, which although now is not nearly as popular as it was on launch. Well, Among Us, Among Us trumps um, Fall Guys. Like, Fall Guys had its day, but when I looked at the Google Trends around this, I wonder if Fall Guys had its day because the lack of anything else out there at the time, and it's pandemic, you know? One other thing I would remind you of, Moose, is is that while people... Like there is a public vote for this. Ultimately, the decision is is left up to a bunch of like uh, journalistic outlets, 
right? So you have to think not just like what was popular, but you also have to think what is going to appeal to uh, the people who actually get to vote at the end of the day, right? Disenfranchisement, I tell you. <laughs> well, I feel like disenfranchising the people. I think if Fall um, Guys had another month in the in the spotlight, then yeah, it would be easier to say for sure. But like three weeks into Fall Guys, I could already feel it start to wane. And even Twitch streamers making jokes about we got like two more matches and then and then this game is dead. You know, like because mm-hmm. like they only had so much you can do in the game. Um, and then you have Hades. Like I've I've played all these games except Spawn Q two. And um, Hades, sorry to any Spelunky two fans out there, you're not getting any representation today. Yeah, not <laughs> at all. Um, but Spiritfarer, beautiful game, beautiful soundtrack, hit me in the feels. Awesome, awesome game, well built, like just tremendous. Mm-hmm. But Hades has been fun the entire time. Where Spiritfarer. I, I- it's like it was relaxing, but other times it's they kind of went to the chore side of things. But I mean, that's what happens with these resource management games. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like just going over those two in my head again, I'm like, how dare Fall Guys even try to sit at the table? Um, Fall Guys was fun for like two, three weeks, and then it was yeah. out. I mean, I'll, I'll say I would definitely tag Spirit Fair before I would tag Fall Guys. Um, and in indeed, Spiritfarer does have better user and critic scores than uh, Fall Guys does. You know, Fall, Fall Guys was ultimately a streamer's game, in my opinion, whereas Spiritfarer is, uh, how would you say, an everyone, every, an, a game for everyone, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if the, but I do think Hades will beat it out. But you're I'm wondering say. if the energy provided to Fall Guys through being a streamer's game is is enough to repel it because i think when you're talking about from a game design standpoint like what we said with best debut games fall guys doesn't have much to work with um especially compared to, to something like 80s which um does some really unique stuff in terms of story progression even after you you lose a run yeah that's what um, i was talking to luca about pre-show i mean you know it, it it makes leaps and bounds, but I'm wondering if Fall Guys is going to. This is all, I have no evidence for this. I'm wondering if it's going to see any kind of resurgence before the awards to get people rehyped about it. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, I think it was Devolver Digital that published Fall Guys. Um, I mean, if they would have needed to do that, they should have done it before they opened up voting. Because voting's yeah, I- been open for a while now. All right. Well, then, never mind then, because I was thinking the, if you could restock that, restoke, refeed, if you could get that <laughs> fire going again. Um, if you could, you know, you're, in you're the looking fire. at just you Pour know some tons of streamers and tons of fans of streamers who who will just go, yes, fall guys, woohoo. Um, mm-hmm. So putting that aside, it's tough. I mean, knowing like, what I know now. It yeah. does seem that, that 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 is unlikely. If they haven't done it yet, they're not going to do it. Well, that the, hype train is not well, going to propel. Well, them. because the other thing I was is already there for when the they had their like next season pass kind of thing, and it was like maybe forty-eight hours. It was a thing, and then after that, it's like like Among Us just took over Fall Guys' slot almost immediately for like a streamers game, and then even though Fall Guys is genius in its simplicity, it's still simple at the end of the day. 
you can only do the same map so many times, you know? Yeah. And like, maybe if they let you do cool things like more team-based kind of stuff and like custom outfits or whatever, like, yeah, maybe, but yeah, you does, can only go so far. Does even have a level editor? I don't that's, believe it does. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a great point though. That's something that they could have had to, but, um, I feel like that's criminal. Yeah. <laughs> putting that out there in 2020. I wow. think, um, I think Hades will win out just because spirit fair isn't for everyone, but it is just as good as Hades is mm. in their own right. Um, but Hades is like a masterclass in game design, in my opinion. Um, now, mind you, I've been doing some things with games lately to where I've been kind of reverse engineering them and like taking notes on every specific mechanic and stuff. And there's just so many layers to what Hades did. Um, I, I feel like I could just split th- like thirds of what they did because they've done so much. And like each third of what that game did could be its own game somewhere else, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, I'll, I'll um, say, sorry, go no, go on. And then we'll I'll say, on. so as someone who, who I'm very interested in like death mechanics in games, because I think they're very important. Uh, everything I've heard about, because I have not gotten to play Hades yet, and I really should, um, obviously. Uh, but uh, everything I've heard about the way death works in that game, it it really piques my interest, you know. And so, if they have like that level of innovation and interest for even like a couple other mechanics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, let alone several, I mean that that's that would be a hell of a package, you know. Yeah. So, so my final say on it is that. I want it to be Spirit Fair, but it's I believe it's gonna be Hades. Um Spirit Fair is up for games for impact. I'm pretty sure it'll win that one though. Yeah. That that seems like a shoe in for it. So I got Hades. Moose, what's your final say? Yeah, yeah. If Fall Guys isn't gonna get that that reignition through Devolver's marketing team, Hades looks like a, a pretty clear. I mean, especially with the track record that Supergiant has. It's up for a lot of different awards, too. It's up for Game of the Year as well, so you got to consider that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think if they don't give it... I, I think if they don't give it Best Indie and they don't give it uh, Game of the Year, I think people will be kind of mad, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm tagging Hades. Uh, okay, so we got Hades for uh, Best Indie Prediction. And then um, Best RPG... We have Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin mm-hmm. Impact, Persona 5 Royale, Royale, I said that word, I don't know why, uh, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Not Genshin. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah um, why why, can, why not Genshin? What have you seen, Luca, that makes you so sure it's not going to be Genshin? Well, I played it, West. I played it. <laughs> Um, what? I, I will say, is there anybody else that's had an opinion on it? Nobody uh, has any opinions on this game other than Luca. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. Sometimes I just play a game and I'm like, okay, you know, this is, it's, it's some game, you know, that's all right, whatever. Right. And then like, I, I see like, you know, where, cause I felt this way about, uh, the original last of us where like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, it's some game. Right. All right. And then, like, I see, like, where it, it, you know, lifted up to. And I'm just sort of like, no, only just no. Um, And that is very much how I feel about Genshin, where it's like, it's not it's not the worst game I've ever played. You know, and there are certain aspects of it that I really like. Right. Like, they really, really are. But um, 
it 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 is very much let down in other uh sectors shall we say um story story is one of those um to me anyway i'm sure some people are, are very uh interrupting i personally wasn't and then i i mean if you it's just like go on metacritic and look at like the the audience score you know it yeah, I had to double check. I was like, wait, maybe that's out of ten. Nope, that's uh I mean it's 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 hurting, man. Um it's I think it is actually by user score, I think it's the lowest rated game up for uh nomination on our sort of slate that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Right? And I can kind of see why, because it's just I mean, I, I haven't gotten far enough for this really to become a problem, but apparently there's there's issues with like loot crates and pay to win and blah blah blah. So it, I, I I I'm just not feeling it, and also I feel like if you're going to have that sort of like JRPG style game, um, I should be more invested than I am in the characters or the story or the gameplay or something. Like it's just, man. I I think I, the way I've summed it up is basically, I think the my favorite part of that game is the fact that you can climb everything, <laughs> and when that's my favorite thing about a game, it's it's all right. It's not best of the year. <laughs> so, I think yeah. I have a, personally a bit of a problem suggesting remakes and revamps for any game of the year title. I'm kind of I'm I'm struggling with that right now too because, um, pre-show, I've talked with Luca about how I kind of wish Final Fantasy would have tried to modernize the controls and like a. Like, we have the technology. We have the controls with all the buttons you need. Like, there's so many times while I was playing Final Fantasy that I'm like, they, they could have done, like, the the controller scheme like The Witcher. Like, he can handle his two different swords, abilities, potions, all that. You can do that. No problem. I mean, you might have to hold this trigger as a modifier or something, but you can get it done. This whole thing of, like, you get one attack button, and then you get X to change your abilities and your potions. It's not that it's hard. It just seems old. You know? And it's so, not necessarily that for me. Um, so much as is the fact that you've had your chance. Right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would be worth it, in my opinion, right here and now, if they had updated um, some things in a smart way. But uh, look, it looks great. It looks amazing. So much, so much of while I was playing it, I was like, "This is excessive detail." Like they didn't have to go this hard on the on the graphics, but the game doesn't feel fun to play. Like as I was trying to play this one to learn more about it, I kept pausing this one to go play other games. <laughs> Oof, that, that's not a good, not a good sign. And the same thing with Persona Five Royal, right? That came out like what? Persona 5 came out in 2018 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is just same game. It's essentially just content, like the ultimate edition version of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, but it's also so good though. It, it can be a good game, but I, I have a real problem saying, Hey, this game that came out, you know, X many years ago that they had this many years to improve and polish and fix should win best of this year. You know, um and if if Demon Souls, if the Demon Souls remake was on was on here, I mean that game in my opinion looks completely fantastic. It's awesome. Uh, 
I, I, I don't care if it actually would be the best game on the best RPG list, which it wouldn't be. Um, it's a it, it's a remake. I feel like I you feel, feel like, like you have a principled stand against it. Yeah. So, um, Wasteland Three. I'm pretty sure none of us have played it. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about and, that game. I mean, that's just <laughs> another one of those that it's kind of it lives it, it lives it lives off of its legacy. Um, yes, I remember yeah. I went and bought like the first Wasteland and the second one, and I was furious that people talk about it so much because like I thought this was supposed to be fun, but <laughs> it's a lot of people talking about their nostalgia, you know, and how they felt. And like I'm sure this was state of the art back when you played it in 1987 or whatever. Yeah, it's it's but actually no <laughs> about that old. Um, um, and it's it's made by the people who did the original Fallout games. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interplay. So there's there's definitely a lot of nostalgia fueling it. And in terms of the style, you know, it's an isometric RPG. It's got that kind of old style. I, I don't think I feel like it made this list out of respect for its legacy. Yeah, I, I get that feeling too. You know, um, it's Jacuzzi it's a like good a, game. Mm-hmm. Jacuzzi like a dragon. I've heard good things. I've heard some bad things. Like I heard it's a little off putting off putting to some of the fan base. Um, but then again, Yakuza does have a fan base that loves it, however small they may be or however big they may be compared to what we know. But if we take into consideration this kind of new way we are judging these games, like if it's a remake, nah, it kind of has to default to Yakuza. Not only that, you're looking at a game that, um, from from everything that I've seen, has devoted serious time into it's storytelling and made turn-based combat that I couldn't even tell was turn-based combat, you know, um, mm-hmm. which I, I get that a lot of people don't like turn-based combat. I'm not too fond of it, but one of the things that I hate about turn-based combat is how absolutely ridiculous it is to see these two people stand, do nothing. One of them just kind of waltzes up, does a hit, runs back, and then stands <laughs> still again. Yeah, because um, again, so it made sense of, back in the day, resources-wise, Nintendo, Super yeah. Nintendo. Now, come on. We can do better. Well, the other thing and, about and it is if you're it, it gonna... has like a natural feel to it and how it pulls it off. Um, I've, I, I've, I've heard almost only good things about this game. It looks good. It looks like it has so much personality to it. Was one thing that I, I mean, you know, I, I didn't necessarily expect that to be a to be a praise. Um, but I think increasingly people are finding modern games don't have much personality. Yeah. Um, but the the characters they just. They jump out of the screen at you, and and the the stories and the environments and how much content they fill it with. That's not just filler crap. Um, there you go. And look, if you want to catch up on the story, you have a lot of access to these games. It's like cost seventy bucks um, to buy the two bundles, or if you get something like Game Pass, they get the first three games remastered on there. So like you can start there and work your way back up because this is like game seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not exactly um, sure how far the um how far the story goes if it's actually one to whatever this one is. I'm pretty yeah. I did the research. This one I believe is seven because the first two bundles are three and three, but it's like well, but it's it's counted weird. It's like Yakuza zero is actually Yakuza one, and so on and so forth. Um, that, that's why this is just called like a dragon and not seven or eight because it'll have to skip a number and gets weird and awkward. 
Um, but so with the rules we have in place, I think we're all in agreement that Yakuza like a dragon wins it on technicality and um, personality. Well, but let me let me pose a question here. Right? Are we are we saying which ones we think should win, or are we saying which ones are going to? Because that's that's a question. Let's do both for this category. <laughs> it's kind of, um, you know, because I could, I could easily see it going to Final Fantasy VII remake, and to I a lesser too. extent, I could see it going to Persona. Like I think Persona Five very well might be Let's the best be game honest, on the it's list. It's going to go to Final Fantasy. But I think, yeah, exactly. I, I kind of see it, it going shouldn't. to Final Fantasy, <laughs> but I don't think it so, necessarily should. For the record, the it should be Yakuza off of our kind of. Weird technicality, the justice I mean, pick. Um, why do you, why do you get why do you get two chances to to win a game award just because well, I mean, you re-released like, dude, a game? Again? I I get that, and I'm I'm there with you, but they did do a lot of work in remaking and it. At least it was a very long time after the original game came out, unlike mm-hmm. Persona Five. Yeah, I part of me with this category makes them think they went. Oh, guys, we need just like a few more games to pad out this list. I mean, come on, do yeah. we have anything? I mean, maybe it's just been a bad RPG year because, I mean, look, this is the year after um, Battle Royale took over. And so there's definitely been a void because before Battle Royale, it was open world. And so, like, this year, I don't even know, like, what it is. I mean, this year is like the 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 boutique indie year, you know? Yeah. It's, it's social games for sure. Yeah. And so, Which, you know, makes total sense considering the um, nature of 2020. But go on. Final Fantasy it is then for a best RPG is our prediction. I I, be, I believe it is, especially because of the history that that game has. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do we want to do a prediction and a hope? <laughs> well, yeah, we just did um, best okay. RPG Final Fantasy. We hope it's Yakuza. We should. Um, it should be uh, Yakuza like a dragon, though. All right. And then next up, we have Best Action Adventure. And that's going to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ghost of Tsushima. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And The Last of Us 2. Here's where it's going where to start. Where do we begin with this? Um, well. There's, there's a lot here. There is a lot of great deserving games um i have played i mean to my understanding spider-man miles morales just capitalizes on the awesomeness of the first one even though i haven't been able to get my hands on it yet because i want to play it on playstation i think it's going to be a big contender um like if i just picked my my top of the group now it's ghost of tsushima spider-man miles morales and um maybe you know what? No, Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Actually, yeah, I was about to say how how do we feel about that? Because I think that's the only one that has like uh, outstandingly high uh, critic and user scores. Whereas I mean, most of these beautiful games... animations, beautiful music. I think the two that I would say we could the the three that I would say we could strike off. Um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I don't see that one. Kind of forgettable. Not because it was a bad game, because it wasn't good enough. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Star Wars. It's you you expect the cream of the crop. I mean, like it was a good effort, not a bad game, but not b- the best for sure. 
Um, and you're right, it is forgettable because I forgot that I even beat it this week because I've moved well, on to better games. It, like Hades, that, Hades was that game that kept pulling me from other games. Mm-hmm. Um, now it, it was, it was say- just unpolished enough. Yeah. Miles Morales, I think the general consensus there is, besides some amazing web-slinging and exploration, which is a good part of the Spider-Man IP, right? Um, it feels like it should have been a DLC to last year, right? Last year's Spider-Man. Um, and that the, the amount of content that you have is really, really scarce for the price point. Um, I, I don't see it going to uh, Miles Morales for that. It, it just, I, I looked at it and I honestly, you know, looking at what the reviews were, looking at what people were saying about it, looking at the gameplay footage of it, I couldn't tell that it was different from the 2019 Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> it looks the same. People say that the web sling feels much better. There you go. Good on you. Most of the reviews that I saw said, it's good, but too little for the price. And that was like the vast majority of, um, of, of player reviews. Um, and then Last of Us Part Two, I would really have a hard time justifying that game beating out others in this category, given the user reviews that it has and the problems that people have with it in terms of the story and how it treated The Last of Us One, which apparently was part one, and they never told us that. Um, those three games, I do not think, have the energy and scores to justify them winning best action adventure well the other thing i'd say about the last of us 2 is i do because that that i believe is the highest rated critically of any game we have uh to talk about today right and one of the lowest rated by users so i and you got to keep in mind the final decisions are being made by journalistic outlets so the places where these very night or very positive critic reviews are coming from right i I think they will probably try and slip it in somewhere, but I think there are much better places for it to fit than, now, than remember, Best Action Adventure. We don't have any kind of rule about remakes on this one, so it will be a mix of like what we think they'll pick and then what we think they should pick on this. So, um, I, so I don't see them. I don't see them having uh, like like. Being I mean, Ghost, of, Ghost of Tsushima is just 10 out of 10 yeah. in so many aspects of the game itself. I mean, Obviously, it's got other a... ones, it's going to be like 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10 aspects. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have 40 different biomes. 40 biomes to fight in, travel through, chill at, you know. In comparison, Star Wars had four. Yeah, so it's it's definitely a. Um, I also have trouble with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, just because it's an Assassin's Creed game, and not to say that I have anything personally bad against Assassin's Creed, but Assassin's Creed has not had a release that was notable since Black Flag. Yeah, and, and, it, and that was a it's while. It's changed the series since then too, but not always for the better. Yeah, and I, I don't, mean, I don't see critics having a bias towards Assassin's Creed, honestly. So, uh, yeah, and and it's so formulaic, especially that I think people would say it's a good Assassin's Creed game. It's like, what does that, what does that mean? Can you compare it to others? Um, it's good at being an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. So, part of me 
Here's where I stand on this. I think that Ghost of Tsushima is game of the year, and I don't think that these can win two different awards, right? I I think you can win multiple. Yeah, I, yeah, you can win multiple awards. Yeah. Okay, but, assuming that you can't, I want it to no, be Ori we, and the Will I'm of the sorry. Wisps. I got I got to put my foot down on that. We can't set these like weird category rules around it, every one of these. I got you on the remake stuff, but they can uh, win uh, multiple awards. And so no, we don't okay. want to be like, okay, we're going to give it to this one because they're going to win another one down the line. So it's fine. Um, but then again, I'm also saying this as someone very defensive of Ghost of Tsushima. Like, if they kept it up game, and yeah. they keep up the quality, it's going to be, they could easily, just how you have Solid Snake um, and Metal Gear Solid, I think Ghost of Tsushima will be synonymous like with Solid Snake in that level of quality of what you expect out of a game and storyline. Like while playing that game, it felt like I was watching like a good season of Game of Thrones. Like it, so if go on. If, so, if I'm going to play a little bit of a a prediction game here, I think game um the the best action adventure will go to Last of Us Part Two. Because I think they will have trouble saying it is game of the year in terms of action adventure there's some really weak ones out here or in the will of the wisps and ghosts of tsushima i i i, I think they're going to choose last of us part two over those for this category specifically um i would well, be surprised if last of us part two did not get some kind of award yeah yeah and and i do agree that they'll try and slip it in somewhere because it has great critic reviews but i think because you got to keep in mind we're not looking at all the categories and i think there are probably other categories where it fits better in my Mm -hmm. personal opinion um and i i just don't see them trying to slip it in here especially uh when you remember that they also like the uh critic scores for ori and the will of the wisps was also nearly as high as it was for the last of us two and the uh, audience scores were legitimately very high, right? Um, so, so we're going off of like if they're going to throw them a bone kind of thing. Well, I I don't think it's. I a mean, because like they're I under best narrative, and that's yeah, the thing. Like, I think w- they'll yeah, mm-hmm. I think they'll try and throw it somewhere else. I I I don't think it's a matter of if. I think it's where is the question because I think they will throw them a bone. So, I'm gonna say. Best action adventure is uh, going to be Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I see why The Last of Us Two made the list, but like that's just my opinion on it, which, as we established earlier, is right all the time, mm. no matter what. <laughs> my ex-wife could tell you the same thing. Oh my god, I'm always right. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um. It's fine. We're friends now. Um. <laughs> um and you guys are saying the last of us two. Uh no, I'm I, I don't think they're gonna throw it to the last of us two here. I think they'll throw it somewhere else, is what I'm saying. But I don't know. Um like I, I think that they okay, might we give need it... an official vote. What do you think is gonna win here? I I said I think ghost. I, you say I think I, I think either ghost or Ori. No, pick one. So I'm gonna go I'm I'm mm, I'm gonna go with Ghost, and I think it's because I want it to win. But what are you saying, Moose? Uh, I th- I don't know exactly what the other categories are, um, but I think Best Action Adventure is a big enough category for the bone that they throw to Last of Us Part Two to be big enough. Okay. Okay. 
two or three beats one. Ghost of Shima it is. Congratulations, Ghost of Shima. Watch, you've, watch, you've already won. Last of Us watch 2, it, get wrecked. Watch it, watch it be The Last of Us 2, and just, like, <laughs> next podcast, he's just going to be like, yeah, uh, get wrecked. Uh, and I'm just like, but they gave it another bone somewhere else, so I was half right. <laughs> just okay. sweeps. Gets every and so gather. that takes us to the remainder of our time for VGA Game of the Year. That's going to have Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, The Last of Us Part Two, and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. <laughs> I will say Hades deserves to be up in this class Which 100%. Which is impressive mm-hmm. for a game like Hades. Animal Crossing, um, when I looked at the Google Trends and the popularity around it, it catapulted higher than any game has reached in pretty much a decade. And that's considering Fortnite and everything. Like it was a way a gap above. It came out at just the right time. We literally were quarantined like the same week it came out. Mm -hmm. And so everyone was getting it. And it was like, and it's got legacy too. Yeah. It's got legacy and it's Nintendo. So you're always going to have that fan base baked in. So it had a big cultural impact on that alone. We were all in that moment at the same time, you know, in a good way. However, a lot of complaints about multiplayer. One of the worst audience A lot of things that you would think should just be in the game, they just aren't in the game because Nintendo. They're stubborn sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, basically. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we don't. Um. So it makes sense why it's here, though. As far as popularity, it's astronomical popularity. Astronomical. Like you might think, oh, Pokemon more popular. No, this blew away everyone. Especially not the recent Pokemon. Like it blew away this GTA, is- Pokemon. Yeah, not recent Pokemon for sure. Fortnite, all of them just got crushed by Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and definitely a strong Animal Crossing release. Don't think it's going to be game of the year. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, Final Fantasy Seven. I, well, I think we can go ahead and scratch that off. I, even though you got your fan bases and stuff for it, I do not think it'll be able to survive up against stuff like Ghost of Tsushima and um, Hades or The Last of Us. I think we can scratch it, and I think we can scratch Doom Eternal. Yeah, I think Doom personally. Eternal's up there for legacy purposes. It wasn't a bad game. But it wasn't their it best was, game, was, like the 2016 Doom. It's considered better by most people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some some people like Doom Eternal more. Um, if there's if there's much debate about which one's better, Doom Eternal isn't good enough for for game of the year. In, yeah. in in my thinking of it. Uh, but also, I mean, you've created an arena shooter game. You're looking at some other games on here with a whole lot more capability for depth than shooting demons yeah and you can shoot demons really well and you can make that mechanic fun and exciting and variable and you're still going to come up short because you don't have as much depth bottom line when i look at game of the year i'm thinking what's a game that excels in all of its areas more than other games even have an option to um 
And Doom Eternal just doesn't have the capability to do that as well. I mean, the whole game feels like a, um, like a, like a mission in like a shooter MMO, right? Uh, like Defiance or um, Warframe, right? Where you just have like a horde that you're basically managing. It feels like that, but fun. And then that's the whole game, you know? So it does Which, what it, it does what it does very well, but it only does yeah. so much. Yeah. Um. For me, I I think for 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 most of us in terms of considering it, don't think Last of Us Part Two is gonna is gonna get the bone thrown this far. I mean, it, <laughs> if they if they it. hail mary that, I will actually be impressed that they had like the. How how do you say the um. The confidence, I guess, to be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck the entire or half the audience, you know. Because I, I will point out this. You this really want to say has, the entire audience just for edginess? Well, yeah, I wanted to, but then I remembered that this game has like tens of thousands of positive user reviews, right? And tens of thousands of negative user reviews, and it's split almost fifty-fifty. There's slightly more positive ones, right? So I can't say the entire audience. But it was a lot of the audience that was not on board with this game. Like, a lot. Uh, so I, I really don't see them having the um. So, for, for me, it's between Ghost of Tsushima and Hades. And, and here's the thing. Hades... I'm sorry, I cut you off like so bad. Go on. No, it's okay. Um, and, and Ghost of Tsushima, there is something about how they build that world that I think no amount of good writing and engaging mechanics from Hades can can compete with on a storytelling and, and character building and um, immersion level. Because Hades, it has these arcade styles, and it does them very well, um, and, and it's an engaging game to play, but I think it is, it is going to find itself trying to match up with some things that Ghost of Tsushima just trounces it in. I mean, Interesting. the the ending of Ghost of Tsushima, it's that is just phenomenal, just just phenomenal. I mean, it and, sets you up for like I want nine games after this. It. I'm thinking one, Star Wars level trilogy. I wanted to go. Or, I, I, I let's, can't. Let's I can't say Metal Gear Solid. Into words. I want. I want more. Like at least a number of Metal Gear Solid games. You know. But one thing I will point out, though, is that while um, the users rated Ghost of Tsushima, like, fantastically, Hades is almost, like, 10 points higher in critic score. And again, I do point out that they are ultimately the ones who decide. So th- that, there had, is that question. Hades did have a big streamer presence, and Hades does have that special thing. Like I said, this game pulled me from playing other games. Even when I was trying to, my point was researching all these games as much as I could. I'd be like, yeah, I, but I'd like to have fun though. So I'm going to go back to Hades. Like by um, critic score, Hades is like the only one that competes with The Last of Us. You know? Yeah. I mean, Hades is kind and of. And so I don't think you can count it out. Sorry, go. Hades is kind of like a master class and it's fun. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if the bone got thrown here with this one. And like maybe. If Ghost of Tsushima had like best art direction or something, you know, and then Hades gets game of the year just because it's so well designed. And Ghost of Tsushima is well designed too, but 
it just didn't hit like um, Hades did. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, and we're not going to go too deep into it, but Ghost of Tsushima was kind of used as the opposition to The Last of Us 2 this year. And because there's, let's face it, and we're not going to get deep into it, there is a culture war going on right now. And The Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, any of these video game mediums are kind of like the battlefield at which these opposite sides wage their war of opinions. And since there are glaring issues with The Last of Us 2 and its storytelling and writing, like it's very cheap and like unpredictable. Um, people were uh, looking forward to The Last of Us 2 and then they found out the bad news. And then Ghost of Tsushima um, came out and then everyone's like, oh, no, you know, this is the new hype. Like this is the great stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And critically, the, just how Rotten Tomatoes, you will have like Dave Chappelle. He does a special. The users give it a hundred percent. The critics gave it zero. Yeah, I think we saw a little bit of that with Ghost of Tsushima, in that they probably didn't give credit for. I mean, again, I said it before: forty biomes in one game. That's a lot of biomes. They almost right? got more biomes than No Man's Sky, and No Man's Sky is a galaxy. <laughs> And so, Ghost of Tsushima, outstanding game. I don't trust the critics' weight on this. Um, If you look, it does actually have the highest user. And then Hades is second highest. And so, it makes sense that we naturally ended up here. I think Hades is is ultimately a compromise, in a way, where critics liked it. And the audience liked it. And there are those two other games on here that are, are a and little this bit is, uh, This is the year bounded. of the indie. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, you guys they might... convince me. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 gotta, I gotta say Hades now because I, I wasn't considering the balancing act as far as people seeing Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima as antithetical games. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, not in a game design sense, but playing politics as far as which which game of the year is chosen. I think Hades is the the middle because it got choice. to transcend above that. Exactly, and I mean it's it's so good. It's not like they're picking, you know, like Bob's Beat Cooking Simulator because it's it's a neutral party here, right? This yeah. is this is a game that that. What if they upset all of us and go with Animal Crossing? <laughs> Uh, oh my um, god dude i would love that honestly like that would be the funniest thing well we we were weighing the games and we just decided that you know i need to catch more red snappers in my life and that's why we're choosing animal crossing new horizons as the 2020 game of the year like and then just silence there's not a single like one of the worst rated by audience like it it has worse ratings than the last of us too and they're just sort of like yeah i mean it's the most symbolic of this year and you're just gonna be like i mean yeah but Fuck you. Yeah, because it was bad. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your pick, Moose? I, I got to go with Hades. You guys, you guys convinced me. Um, okay. As far as what will be chosen, I do think that Ghost of Tsushima, like Luke was saying, probably could get something for art design, for sure. 
Yeah. Luca, what's your pick? Oh, I'm 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 tapping Hades. I I think they're probably gonna go with that. But. Okay, so I hear you both saying what they're probably gonna go with. Um, what do you think Hades. they should go with? Is it the same? Oh, I think yeah. I'll say I kind of think Hades is probably the best option. Uh, all things considered, in a way. But uh, Ghost of Tsushima is definitely. Like I'm not sure which, honestly. So. For the record, those two picked Hades. Two is better than one. I'm still going to pick Ghost of Tsushima. But man, Hades is good. Man, it's so mm. good. Um, You're the one who convinced me that Hades was, was, was better. And you've made an enemy. We should fight. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like, look, look, Hades is really good. But um, I'm not wanting other Hades games. This, like, I'm satisfied with what we've got. Ghost of Tsushima, I'm looking forward to that future of that franchise. I want it to be our modern day Halo. That is the point. Like our modern day Metal Um, Gear. Like there's so much more they can do with that game. And again, how they set it up, you're like, oh my God, the scope and scale that they can go with this storyline is amazing. So I'm going to say go Tsushima, but Haiti wins out. Haiti's not Haiti. That's a country. Um, Haiti's. (laughs) (laughs) In an upset, Haiti, the nation... Best game of the year. Is they the got good time. Best oh, game God, of the year. You can get that so is... morbid with that, you know? Um, oh, my oh, gosh. My God. So, it's all a game there. We're going to yeah. wrap it up before wow. we offend anyone. <laughs> and um, thanks for everyone joining us today on the stream. I appreciate Luca and Moose's perspectives on what they feel should be game of the year. But at I the mean, end, it's wrong, but <laughs> go on. I'm right. As my ex-wife, it's true. It's always so. Um, so we're just going to wrap it up on that note. We will see you guys next week, and we will find out who was right, who was wrong. And we'll, I mean, we'll have cyberpunk in our hands by then. Ooh, get the, get the tissue boxes out so that we can weep while talking about cyberpunk. I didn't think you were going for weeping, but, you know, let's yeah. go with it. Yeah, so we will see you guys next week, and uh, be on the lookout. We have a new little kind of podcast series coming out. I shouldn't say podcast. Um, it's more of a we're gonna be doing you know what I'm gonna say I'm gonna save on the title. You're just gonna know when you see it. But um we're gonna be doing more than just a weekly podcast coming up. It won't be live streamed, but uh you will be able to find it on Spotify and things like that. That will be coming very, very shortly. And so Looking forward to giving you more details then. If you're listening to this on Spotify right now, know that we stream this live on Twitch every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern. If you go on uh, twitch.tv slash that's where you'll find us. And below in the panels, you will see the links to all of our goodies. Um, we got a website. we got a Discord. we got a Facebook. Anywhere online you want to find us or follow us, you'll find all those links below. If you want to talk to us, if you want to hang out with the other people in the chat, we're on the Discord. We have a website, heavyshelf.com, where we write articles. You can um, chat with our writers, chat with me. If you want to write an article, you can reach out. We'll talk about getting you an article posted. Uh, just depends on if you know what you're writing about, pretty much. <laughs> and so, uh, again, thanks for listening. Check in next week at Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. See you then.